Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sowed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Urban X Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. As always. So, if you remember, we got Eli on the ones and twos Eli tonight. is on the ones and twos. Right, Shouts out to him stepping in. We appreciate him. It's a family business, man. Exactly. Everybody wants to raise, you know. Exactly. You know, Eli been watching you, you know. It's time to give you a little bit more responsibility, exactly. you know? mm-hmm. You come through, you push a few buttons, you know. <laughs> you watch camera one, two, and three. You make sure everything exactly. is good, you know. Exactly. Because I think we might have to, uh, you know, whack, uh, you know, your brother here, you know. It's just business. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. How hope everybody had a good week. How was your week? Uh, Quiet. Wifey and... Yeah. Odyssey, because Odyssey makes all the noise in the house. Yeah, yeah, always though. That's since she was two, she's yeah. just a rebel rouser. Yeah, yeah. She come through and start trouble and this and that. Yeah. And 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 they're gone, and they've been sending me pictures from Puerto Rico and all that shit. So they're great. Um, so the house has been quiet. It's been me and Eli. We mm-hmm. had a few hookers over, you know. Yeah, Definitely had to do that. That's what's up. We got to. Had yeah. some chefs in there cooking you up food, giving us to. back rubs and shit. And, you know, hey. You got to. Got to do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, shit. And, uh, but on a real tip, quiet, peaceful, uh, you know, ready to work. Ready to work. My week was pretty calm as well. Got, I was got, got a lot done. That's what I like to hear. Got a lot bro. done. So, That's what I like to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. I always feel good when I get a lot done. You know, working through it, working through it, working through it, especially with your your you know your ability, your, your disability. What's my disability? You're stupid. Oh, okay. You know, so okay, but it does skip a generation. No one asked me. I told you, it's, it's me. It skips a generation, and he's intelligent. You know, got it. 
And it, it doesn't work for everybody. Got it. But you know what it is. So quick uh, roll call. I see uh, Dominican Republic in the building. Dominican Republic. I like it. Richmond, VA. Baldwin, New York. I like it. Southeast Georgia in the building. Charlotte. Baldwin. Oh, you said Baldwin. Charlotte. Charlotte in the building. Uh, who else? Who else? Oh, that's the same guy talking about Baldwin. I'm not saying, there's a lot of people from Baldwin in there. <laughs> <laughs> they got it going and what shit. The hell? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. South Kakalaka. South Cal. Man, we get a lot of support. Connecticut yeah. in the building. Yes. Baton Rouge in the building. Yeah. They in here. LA is tapped in early. LA is tapped in early. Probably just getting off of work. Yep, yep. Getting off from work on, on that highway yeah. or something. Just plug us in, yeah. you know? Naptown. We coming to see you. All right. So uh let's just let's just get to it. Let's just get to it. No, we will be in Naptown. Oh, we will be in Naptown, yes. We will be September tenth. Yes. We're going to show up yes. and we're going to show out. Yes. I'm so excited for that. Be in the building September 10th, the She event. I saw her taking pictures with uh, Drew Holiday. Oh, nice. He plays for Indianapolis or he used to, right? The yeah, Pacers yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, he used to. And uh, I saw him and, and you know she took some pictures with him and his wife and they were contributing to some great causes. Nice. So shout out Drew Holiday. Okay. And Katina Washington, you know. Being the vanguard out here, you know, making moves. Got you. So, yes. Okay, now let's get to it. Now let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, breaking news, breaking news. Today, uh, the NFL and NFL Players Association announced that they have agreed upon an 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson for the 2022-2023 season. Yes. He'll come back. I think that's week 12 against the Texans in Texas. How crazy is that? That was all set that's up. That's all set up. That was, See, this is all ritualistic. Yeah, that was all set up. Understand the ritual behind these things yeah. and the ratings and what that does for the ratings. Yeah. And to throw him back in the lion's den where the charges or, you know, the mm-hmm. crimes were committed. Do you think the 11 games he got off easy or was that too much? I think 11 games is a lot. I mean, that's just shy to just... Dude, dude, he got off easy. That's a lot, though. Like, 11 games, that's a whole season. You know how many titties he squeezed? <laughs> Come on, man. He was wilding, man. man. He was wilding, man. <laughs> and, and, and as we talked before the show came on, the wind, the eyes are the window to the soul. Yeah. And I finally looked at him... <laughs> And I saw a titty grabber. I did. I <laughs> he saw. Did. He and, did. He looks like criminally, criminally horny. Like, I saw an saying? ass hugger. <laughs> you know, any other time you just look at, he just looked like yeah. I did that shit. <laughs> now, another time that happened to me is when I saw OJ. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I one one time I looked at OJ. I said, "This nigga did this shit." He he just had that look in his eyes yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Deshaun Watson, I hate to say it, black man. Yeah. He looked like an ass grabber. Yeah. A titty grabber and an ass hugger. And um, but this all happened, remember, the lawyer who lived next door to the yeah, owner. I, I want people to like re, like I need y'all to recount, grasp that. Like recount the, the sequence of events. Right. He demanded a trade. All of a sudden, all these cases come out. Right. And the lawyer who lives right next door to the owner yeah. is the one who, who's handling the case for all these ladies. And so think about that even more, right? So what kind of lawyer are you? You are able to live next door to an NFL owner. That means you are a high-profile lawyer. Exactly. That You ain't no no uh, bottom of the barrel. Exactly. 
scum lawyer. You are a high-profile lawyer. As a matter of fact, this may be his first case handling like that. His law firm might be the one. Mm. And he just called his boy. Yeah, they have cookouts mm. and shit. You know what? This nigga's trying to run. He's trying to be, go from a field nigga to a house nigga. He's mm -hmm. trying to write his own rules. We've been watching him the entire time. Because I told you they make, when they invest that kind of money in you, they know everything about you. Everything. Your family, your friends, your upbringing, your whereabouts, your, you know, the things you like. They know it all. They just tuck it under the rug because you're putting people in the seats. This is a business. And then when he tried to flip the script, remember this Texas, this Texas, okay, the Texas, and they he just called his man, and he probably just didn't even get on the phone. Hey, Bob, come over. Yeah. Let's have a few drinks. Listen, got this Negro. He's trying to uh, you know make a move. What do we have? Well, you know we have all, all the cases on him. Let them shits go. Yeah. And that's what happened. What are the chances or the yeah. odds? that the lawyer who lives right next door is the one who brought these charges against him. Now, that doesn't make what he did correct. Facts. That's a fact. Right? So I want to be clear. These, these athletes have a sense of privilege, and it usually re revolves around doing what the hell they want to do. You know what I mean? But he wasn't physically raping these women, mm -hmm. from what I understand. It just was an unwritten rule. And then that shit gets deeper because a lot of those massage parlors, that's sex trafficking. A lot of these people don't even have papers. Yeah, so real quick, uh, uh, John Stoller, he did an interview with Vlad, I think, and he said that he has turned down a lot of happy endings because he knew it was a setup. Because he knew it was a setup. Who yeah. said that? John Stoller from um, Detroit. D Detroit. John Sally from the Detroit Pistons. And, he played with the, which, with the Bulls and yeah. a few other teams. Yeah. He said he knew it was setups. Yeah. So... They entice you into these things, and a lot of these women, no disrespect, are illegal aliens. Okay. Right? They right. come over, they ain't got no, especially the Chinese uh, okay. spots, you know what I mean? So it, it's a setup, and if you fall for it, you don't know who's filming. Shit, they even got Robert Kraft. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. He's slipping. Yeah. His little whatever, yeah. he's slipping for nice. him to get caught out there like that. So- when you put all of this in a pot, it's all a part of the game. When you And they usually dangle that over your head mm -hmm. to keep you in line. Mm -hmm. And you usually comply. Maybe he thought he was bigger than what he was. Or yeah, maybe he didn't think I, I that like, they were documenting these cases. Because I remember when him, like, I remember him demanding a trade. And it seemed like out of left field. Right. So I'm, I'm not sure if an argument... What like preceded that? Like them him got in he got into it with the front office. Well, it might have like been just how bad the Texans were as a team. They weren't. They they were in the playoffs. Like they almost beat the, the Chiefs that year. Yeah, but I think, you know, overall he probably saw the where the team was going. I'm seemed, assuming it but it seems super random to me. But I you are like, right. Word? Okay. And you are right. It could be all of a sudden Yes. It could be something to that effect. So he gets eleven games and he had a five million dollar fine, so he's gonna make Two hundred twenty-nine mil guaranteed, fully guaranteed, fully guaranteed. But we haven't even got to the civil cases yet. Oh, remember, okay. Even if he's found not guilty or negligent yeah. of actual crimes, there's still a civil suit, which is really weird. Like I beat the criminal cases, yeah. 
but I still got to pay. Yeah. So it's real weird. And usually that means there, there was just enough evidence to say you did some shit, yeah. but not enough evidence to prove that you crossed the line. So all of them, them, them women going to line up yeah. and they're going to get paid. It's just a matter of how much will they get paid. Yeah. And when all the smoke clears and the dust settles, how much money would he have left? How much game does he have? This is going to be like his third year missed. His second. Or second full year. He missed a full year last year. Right, right. That's why I thought like him missing another full year would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, for, for, for the gravity of the crime. Yeah, but, you know. This is what I mean by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what I mean by you are with you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when we say God is seen and heard everywhere, you are the witness. Yeah. And you know what you did. You know what you did, nigga. And you know to yourself, damn, nah, I got off easy behind that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, and, and I'm sure, because 11 games, like 11 games, like the media's going to forget about that. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just stay out of the, you know, just stay out of the fray, just stay out of the yes. media. Everything will calm down. When you come back, it'll be a little something, but then the season will be over, and then it's over. Right, then it's over. Then it's over. Close the chapter on this shit. Like, and, leave it yep. leave it be. And then you come back a full next season. Yeah. And But how much does he have left in the tank? Yeah, because his first preseason game was bad. Yeah, well, that's to be expected. Yeah, it was bad. So we're asking, you know, collectively, you know, so we'll talk about it because, like I said, you know what you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as and a result. My, my man said he got $200 million in Cleveland. He's going to get in trouble again. Just being bored and rich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But they they put stipulations in there. I'm sure they did. You can only get masseuses yeah. or massages from our people. Mm. And if I was there, it'd be an old, old wrinkly yeah. lady who smokes a cigarette yeah. outside. What are we what are we doing today? Your glutes? <laughs> All right, have a seat. Been doing glutes for forty seven yeah. years. You you know what I mean? You don't even tempt him because his eyeball sockets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, the ratio from eyeball socket to forehead is there's some distance between that. It's like his eyeballs are deep in and his forehead has an overture. Go ahead, Eli. Doesn't he have like a little, talking about like his little glass eye? Yeah, little beady eyes. Yeah, he, did, he looked like he did it. He looked like he did that shit. Like so like I'd say that. He looked like he did that shit. <laughs> You know, and I'm watching. I'm not a you know a head for you know yeah. a forehead ologist, but the proximity yeah. of eyeball the forehead. I didn't know that you had to look at that. Says I, something is is because it's know. almost like he has on shades. Yeah, his the cliff of his forehead is protruding enough to where his eyeballs. It's like he's he has on shades when he doesn't. <laughs> it's 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 a weird thing. Yeah. It's a it's a weird it's a weird thing. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. He's creepy. Yeah, he's yeah. creepy. Yo, real quick. I watched two documentaries this week. I watched one on the Woodstock 99. Woodstock 99. Fuck fest. Yo. Mm-hmm. Y- y- yo. 
Where was I? Like I had to be like six, five or six. Yeah, Funkfest '99. Yeah, yo, they were out there wilding. Now I am proud to say I saw like three black people. Yeah, black people don't get down. Whole documentary. Well, we do with Freaknik and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. That's true. that's our version of. That's gonna be of, an HBO documentary. Uh, of, yeah, not uh, Netflix. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be an HBO doc. But like this Woodstock '99 shit was crazy. Like they were out there like really. Really bugging, and it was funny because, like, you know, now you know when you look back on stuff in retrospect, you can think about like what culture was and all the things like contributing to it. So they was talking about how like, like, uh, you know, American Pie, those movies were big now, and that was kind of like wrestling, and that was kind of how mm-hmm. they paint the entire picture for and you. And then you realize like, okay, these are that generation, like they were just kind of just wild and just like, fuck the establishment, whatever it is, yeah. I'm going to do it. And that was and there was no social media, so you couldn't even really embarrass nobody. And, and the, their parents were at the Woodstock of 69. The original, yeah, the, original. The, original, the original Woodstock. And yeah. their parents came home. First of all, they don't even know who their parents are. Yeah, yeah. But they said to them, well, you were, you were born, you know, 69, man. Yeah. It was a crazy time, man. We were out. And you would—they tell these stories to their kids, and the kids got excited yeah. and said, "Watch, hold my beer, yeah, hold my beer, yeah." yeah and yeah. then they recreated yeah. Woodstock '99, which was just a white person uh, fuck fest, hedonism, hedonism. And who knows who whose daddy is, who, no, who like, mommy yeah, yeah, is? Yeah, you know, I yeah. know a bunch of kids who were conceived that weekend who don't know oh. who their dad is. Oh. I know it. Oh, I know that's it. a fact. I know. Yeah, I think COVID started there. They were bathing in like in mud, but it was poop mud. Oh my god, I like it. Malcolm is jumping off the cliff. Today. Yeah, it started right there, like with those people. Like it was nasty. Like and that's the stuff they showed exactly. you. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. So, what was the premise of the documentary? Just them getting it on, or no, no, it was about like and what were their causes? They were just out there listening to rock and roll. Yeah. So the original person who started the the original Woodfat Woodstock. He threw another on another one, right? Because they were kind of romanticizing the original Woodstock. Like, yeah, it was yeah. About Thirty year love. anniversary. Yep, peace and love. Peace and love. We had kids out there, but they were wilding. I don't know why them hippies were bugging out. Yeah, there, yeah, of course. And they didn't want to act like they weren't. So the original guy, he wants to put on another one, and now he, he's talking about how cultures change and music is kind of the drug. So they invite all of the biggest names in rock, you know, oh stuff yeah, like that, yeah, to perform. <clears throat> So he's thinking it's going to be like another one of those, and it's not. They were wilding. They. Yo, this it was performance with Corn, uh, uh, the rock band Corn. Okay, okay. I've never seen that many people. It was like 250,000 people all just hopping at this. It looked Same time, crazy. crazy, right? And he, got, he even said it, like the least thing he said, yo, there's no drug that can compare to having everybody in the crowd do what you want them to do. Yes, that's an energy you can't. You can't describe that energy. That is something, you know what I'm so, saying? Yeah. I, so everybody go watch that. That's on Netflix. Then there's another documentary. Oh, you had time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Really good. Another documentary called uh, The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Ooh. Now, I was alive during this. Like I was like fully around, and I didn't know this was going on. So it was a website called Are You Up? And basically, it was like a revenge porn Website and stuff like that, and the mm-hmm. dude was just like really brazen. And then this one mom, because her daughter was up there, this one mom took a tune, got the FBI involved. Crazy. So go watch that one too. All right. White people, and, and again, both docs, no black people. Gotcha. Yeah. Drop a bomb. Got to study these white folks. Drop a bomb for that. No black people embarrassing us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I saw like one person, I was our like, oh, brother. 
Right. Yeah, it's always it's always a Negro. Come on, or, you man, know. But it was. I don't. Be, I don't see color. Yeah, yeah. well, it's obvious, and you look like a fly in a quarter yeah. milk. Nigga, we see the color. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So go check those two docs out. Uh, Fuckfest '99. Yeah, Woodstock. Oh, Woodstock. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Woodstock '99 and the uh, hated man on the universe. Most, I mean, most hated man on the internet. And you know, you know. Side note, you know, Janet Jackson started YouTube. Because of the, the boob thing. Because of the nipple gate. Oh. And what happened was, this again, again, she, she, what happened was people wanted to see the raw footage. Yeah. Because remember, this was CBS. Yeah, I remember when I was watching it and, live, and yes. live, but they would never show the full replay of yeah. it. So three guys got together and created something called YouTube. And their whole premise was because a lot of people were demanding to see Janet wow. Jackson's nipple. And they created YouTube, and one year later, they sold it to Google, I believe, for $1.5 billion. One year later. That's crazy. So you got you got uh, your man, uh, what's the dude who started the Kardashian empire? Ray J. Ray J off of right. Kim Kardashian, and the whole YouTube shit started wow. off Janet Jackson. They, they, they need to pay her. That is fascinating, No, right? fascinating shit. Right? Fascinating wow. shit. Okay. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, it was announced the other day that uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland are suing Trilla. If you remember, they sold the Versus brand to Trilla for like $50 million or something to mm-hmm. that effect. Now they're saying that they didn't get another $28 million that was owed to them, so they're suing as a result of that. Now, I didn't know that... Uh, they got paid that much money. I didn't know they, they sold it for that much. At first, people were upset that they sold it, but that's a they, lick. They bro. made fifty million dollars. According to Trill, you know, Triller. through Triller through TMZ, they were paid fifty million dollars in stock and cash. Mm. And that the only real discrepancy here is a ten million dollar difference based on uh, obligation, like they were supposed to maybe produce, promote, or promote another five or six shows uh, this year that didn't happen, and yeah. as a result, so, but they took something that came from nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they turned it into 50 million. Now, a lot of people are mad at that. They're saying, you should have kept it in the culture. I remember. Yes. yes. You, know, you know, and even... Uh, this week they're trending. That's what happens when you don't keep, but you keep it in the culture, and the people don't want to put their money up to support it. Mm-hmm. So you 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 have like a quagmire mm-hmm. here. So it's not as cut and dry as because I was saying, well, why didn't Diddy get involved and own that? Why didn't Jay Z yeah. or Dr. Dre or, or those amongst us who have that kind of money? How come they didn't see the value in this? Jump on this so that it did stay. At least within the culture. That was one of the questions I was asking. And now we're mad because they leveraged nothing into $50 million and they're complaining. Yeah. So, you know, we have to see how this is going to play out and, and, and try to get people's uh, real perspective. Should you keep it real and don't make no money? Because originally they didn't make no money. Because here's his thing. Know. Here's the thing. I think black, and I've said this for a while. I think black businesses, we hold ourselves back a lot of the time because we want to be labeled black businesses. And we think that enough, that alone will get black people to support us. And that's never the case. Yes, that is never the case. Never the case, right? And I don't like to talk like that. I don't, you know, you know, I, I try to keep a positive outlook on things when it comes to that, but it's hard. 
it's it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, and hard. what I mean by that is, Malcolm, sometimes the people you're trying to please will almost hold you captive. Mm-hmm. Con- the conscious community will hold you back mm-hmm. and hold you captive because we have a, a, a piss-poor mentality mm-hmm. collectively. Not everybody where... Uh, you you just everything people want shit given to them. Mm-hmm. Give it to me for free. I'll take it. The minute there's a price tag on it, now you're moving into an area. Yeah, because everything in the world is not goddamn free. Right. You know what I mean? And if your own people are not gonna pay, and somebody's going to pay, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. So you a lot of times you sitting up staring at the ceiling, wondering what the conscious community is going to think when I. When you see me with my Hennessy ad, <laughs> to my Hennessy, never settle. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before every show, me and Malcolm, uh, you know, before every show, we like to sit down and get a taste of rock from Hennessy. Hennessy, never settle. Yeah. When you see my Hennessy ad, oh, these niggas sold out and shit, right? I mean, it's the common shit, yeah. but you, there, there are a lot of layers to it. You know what I mean? So part of me getting preemptive, because this is going to be part of my closing, you, you got to stop being a prisoner of what other people think, except for the people who matter the most. Now, don't get me wrong. You know there's always, yeah. uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, exceptions to every rule. So I'm not talking a 180 degrees of even things you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. But they started Trilla, or they started the verses during the pandemic, the lowest point, it gave you value and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then when that was over and people were back outside, not watching, not watching, living their lives, they were able to leverage that into something. Now, who's to say? Now, Diddy, he 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 supports it because you see the Ciroc mm-hmm. symbol, but he could have purchased yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or Jay-Z and them could have just outrightly purchased it. And that goes back to my spiel last Thursday when I was talking about hip hop. We don't own it. Mm-hmm. But here was an opportunity for us to own something that we just came out of out of the sky with. Yeah. And said, bam, we could have owned it. So as it because if they paid uh, 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 Timberland and Swiss 50 million, how much did they make? Right. 500 million. Right. Right. A billion. You know, what I mean, just off the and then you got to factor in. Um, now that these are actual performances, mm-hmm. the people got to get paid. Yeah, this is a stage yeah, now. This is, yeah. this is stage, light, productions, camera, uh, venues, and before it was just two DJs, whatever, sharing an Instagram, sharing an Instagram piece. So let's stop being prisoners of what people think in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, because they don't care about you anyway. And I hate to say that, but it's just, it's just a fact. Somebody said, "Did he got a PPP loan?" I don't know, but I don't did he? <laughs> no, a lot of businesses got those loans. Like legitimate businesses got them. Okay, the I PPP heard, loan. Go ahead. I heard it was one said like, uh, "Give, uh, I want a Hellcat LLC or something like that." A Hellcat? The, the car. The, the oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I think the PPP loan was the precursor to reparations. You're going to need to walk that one to me. I'm a wa- gonna, meaning, slow me, slow me, meaning that one to me. Yeah. what did niggas do with the money? Yeah. What? Let's be let's be 100% honest. Crab let's legs. Not, niggas was crab legs, <laughs> change. Niggas was popping bottles on the yachts, taking vacation. So they already know. See, a lot of times you got to put a test run out there. Mm. If, if Let's say they gave everybody who was qualified 
$10 million. Let's just throw a number out there. They already know only 5%, and that's the earn your leisure crowd. And <laughs> let's be honest, the ones who they can take $10 million and it'll feed generation after generation. The 90% of you niggas is going to give the money. It won't last one generation. Tell me I'm lying. When you want to know about the unknown, what do you study? No. These niggas was getting million-dollar PPP loans, yeah. Bugattis, chains, <laughs> crab Niggas is on their ground like, yeah, nigga, oh, shit. You know, you know me, nigga. I'm doing it big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's all I was seeing. Yeah. And, you know, a few people started businesses, mm -hmm. but 90% of the people did what? Because we're piss poor mentally. Mm. We don't have the understanding, most of us, not all of us. It's not a broad sweep. You know what I mean? Yeah. We only gonna give the money back and that's what's going to, in my humble opinion, I'm not an e economist, that's going to put the final nail in the coffin. Let's say they was to say, okay, yeah. we need to crash this dollar. Yeah. Let's just give all these niggas $10 million and let's sit back and let's watch. All we gonna do is go get a house and a, a few cars, mm -hmm. and we're going to floss on each other. We got the same money. <laughs> this is the, the weirdo shit. We all got the same check. Like, like when they gave out the stimmies, nigga, everybody got the same money, but niggas was making this shit like, yo, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm always doing big things. Nigga, I got the same check you got. Yeah. And we're going to give it right back. It, it's sad to say. I wanna, uh, so yeah. I think that was a part of a psyop because I watched um, somebody on the grammar. It was later. I don't know she used to work for the IRS. She said the whole shit was a setup from the beginning. She said their analysts already knew who was going to take the money and who wasn't. And that is a federal offense. Once yeah. that wire fraud yeah. shit, they wire that money to yeah. you. And it, you can't even do shit like took the money and flip it into a legitimate business. Yeah. And let's say the legitimate business made $10 million. That's like a RICO case. Yeah. You took money that wasn't yours and did that. We own all of that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. What was the best test that could have, <sighs> you know, sort of like... Uh, you saw the Chappelle show. Nigga bought the cigarette yeah. truck. This nigga bought a baby. He said, I don't know. I just, I just purchased this baby. This baby straight cash. Bro, this baby straight cash. It's, 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 if we want to be honest with ourselves. Oh, man. If we want to be honest with ourselves. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, just some things to think about. That is funny. Yeah. It's sad, but it's funny. Mm -hmm. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. So uh, Rick Ross was fined. Uh, a few of his wing stops. As he should be. The wings is nasty. <laughs> the wings are great. The wings is nasty. <laughs> they too salty. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I tried them since. E Eli's ready to protest. He liked the lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper. He'll, he'll stab me for the lemon Yo, I had some lemon pepper wings at a club in Atlanta the other Like when I went. Make you want to smack your mama. Make you want to smack your mama. Okay. I don't know where Rick Ross getting his wings from, but they're they're, they're not all that. But anyway. Yeah. So it was uh, labor law violations at a at some of his <coughs> Mississippi Wingstop locations. Um, through his, it was uh, he was forced to pay a hundred about over a hundred thousand in back wages, liquidated uh, damages, and civil penalties. He was having. You know, his employees like pay for their own uh yeah, like uniforms and uni training and stuff like that. And 
he has a lot of um, locations, so he probably wasn't dealing with these people directly. Right. I doubt yes. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you need to keep a better eye on, you know. Especially when you're starting to deal with people who, um, they're not making a lot of money to begin with. That's a fact. So you fortify that that uh, uh, reputation That's of treating them bad yes. when you could do the polar opposite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was watching uh, Pink from... Um, a slutty vegan, vegan, and she has all of these incentive programs designed to help her employees feel a part of what they're doing. Uh, You know, she allowed them to make rap songs to help the business grow, put them in commercials. You can invest into it. So, But here's the thing. With her business, she has one location. I think she's about to expand a couple more. I, yeah, yeah, she's getting ready to open up. Okay. To open up. So that all sounds great, and I she's very inspiring on a small level. Exactly. But when you got a chain, right? Okay. How much can you? How much can you? How much do can that? you do that for? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. You know, and you got about uh, well, how many locations does he have? He got like twenty. Like he got no, he got more than that. I think he got twenty in Florida alone. Wow. Okay. Okay. So therefore. Yeah, I, I see. But she has a few, so and he's it's giving easy. them out like cars now. He bought his son one. Like he's just giving them out now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow, wow. Huh. Somebody, uh, Coriel says she has five locations. Okay, okay. Hey, Coriel, what's going on? Now, Coriel, I want to shout Coriel out because her, David Shans, Earn Your Leisure, all of these people who are saying fuck reparations, meaning. I'm not going to sit around and wait for the people who oppress me to give me something. I'm going to go out and get it on my own, learn something. And so this whole invest fest is is showing you don't sit around and wait because that's 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 victim consciousness. Now, if they cut you a check, of course, you take it. I'm going to take that. But to sit around and say, all I got is for these people who oppress me. To then turn around and cut me a check is a piss poor mentality. So I'm always watching Coriel and how she's always going to get it, mm-hmm. and not and, and not being stingy, mm-hmm. going to get it and showing you how to go get it. Sign up for her work. University. Yes, yes. There's a whole bunch of young people mm-hmm. now who are changing their mindset. And when I speak about the so-called conscious community, we don't own shit. We don't have no institutions. Where can we go to get the hack and plug? Everyone's at each other's throat and this and that. And it just is what it is. So shout out Coriel, David Shands, Earn Your Leisure, uh, 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 the uh, Wall Street Trapper. Oh, yeah. That whole uh, a vibe right there is to say, fuck that. I want to go get what's mine and get what's Coming to me. So five locations for pink? Five locations. I, okay. Okay. I yeah, like it. Me too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, had I haven't had it yet. I'm waiting for the opening one in Brooklyn. I think it's yeah. coming soon. Yeah. And I'm going to go down. Don't they call you a hoe when you walk yeah, in? We got a new to, bitch here or something. Uh, slut, yeah. slut is here. Yeah, got some sluts from New York here. We got like, some oh. virgins here. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'll have the... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you have issues, man. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. You yeah, have yeah. no idea. Issues, man. Yo, uh, wait, how much time you got? Uh, my things. This uh, oh, the recording stopped. Uh, so real quick. So Diddy has been on this thing because he's putting out a new album. I don't know if you guys know this. And he's asked the question, how much 
Um, he he actually he's been asking the question: uh, Is R and B dead? Now he's only asking this question because he has a new R and B album coming out, and he's trying to act like his music, his album is going to fix that. Mm. And he's asking like, what killed R and B? And people are pointing towards his direction and how he's made R and B kind of poppy. Like you know, he tried to mix nigga, it with you hip-hop. killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he asked me that, I'd be the nigga in the class. Um, you did because you took you know little poppy beats. And, and you put rappers over it, and you made the rapper more important than the R&B singer. Even with Jodeci, I thought that was cool because it was urban-like, but it all led back to hip-hop. Mary J. Blige, she blamed it on like uh, like Justin Timberlake and um, I forget the other white lady, but she blamed it on She blamed it on white people, so she yeah. went straight. <laughs> yeah. White people stole that. Yeah. Blaming them. I mean, there's a number of things, but whenever you start putting these rappers... Uh, uh, you know, on every song because it used to be to see a rapper on a song. When let's go all the way back to Jody Watley, you probably know who that oh, is. Yeah, well, and Rakim was on a song with Jody Watley. That was a huge thing for us. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and then Big Daddy Kane, who we ridiculed, bro, because he was taking pictures with Madonna and mm-hmm. trying to. He was trying to early. We ridiculed him. It is common now. Mm-hmm. And then you had the artists like Drake. Who synthesized the two? Both, yes. He became a rapper, and then he thought he could sing. He's terrible at singing. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was like the most amazing shit in the world when I first heard Drake. Right, right. I was like, he's doing his hook and he's rapping. I couldn't. I was just like, so, so. Yeah. And he's he sings so bad to me, but I've gotten so used to it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just hold on. I'm coming home. Yeah. I was in the car like, who did this shit, Drake? Yeah. And now it's so terrible that it, it just became regular. Yeah. And so now you fuse the two. And now no one wants to sit back and just listen to, you know what I'm saying? What happened to this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the point. Like, like if, well, this is an important part. Niggas don't do this shit no more, you know? It'd be four niggas in the group. Yeah. Only one nigga, he got a problem. The rest of them are holding <laughs> him down. They ain't getting no ass. But they understand his story and the mm. song was seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. With a bridge. What happened with the bridges? With a bridge. All this yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. You know, and what happened? It's true. Eli, speak up. I got to play one too. Devil's Advocate. Um, one, which song did I put you on recently that was seven minutes? That was uh, Teddy Pendergrass. That was uh, How Melvin and the Blue Notes. Right. Great, great song. Great song. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah. Seven minutes. And he was the only one... In love, and the rest of his niggas is like, we got you, homie. Yeah, yeah we hold you down. We hold you down, yeah. man. Um, what about artists like Chris Brown and like The Weeknd? It's it's really R and B ish. It's I mean, it's really hip hop ish. Yeah, yeah. It's not ballads, is what we're trying to yeah. say. Now, before we go to break, I yeah. want to speak about the urban alchemy of a love song. Okay. It is urban alchemy: earth, air, fire, and water. Right. Seven minute song. Mm-hmm. You spot her. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There's there's mm-hmm. you've been watching her all night. Yeah. Now, when you press yourself up against her, that's earth. Mm-hmm. She can feel you, you can feel her. So it's also a sexual assault. Uh, no, it's <laughs> not not sexual assault because you don't grab her ass. <laughs> right. You grab her on the bottom of her waist. Okay. You're breathing on her neck. Oh my god. Well, that, that I'm, I'm just trying to give you that's the air. Okay. Right? Seven minutes, you're breathing. On her neck, you're saying all the right things you need to say. Okay. Right? 
You should have within seven minutes time you're talking to or the song is going. Yeah. You know how much time you got. You get aroused. That's the kundalini energy within you. You're aroused. After seven minutes, she should be a little wet, you know, right before y'all leave. So that's the, no, no, dude, I'm trying to tell you how you got here, my nigga. Or how at least I got here. You know, with Al Green and all that shit in smoky room and shit in red light. It's If you, in seven minutes time, cannot close that deal, earth, air, fire, a little bit of water. A little, she should be a little wet. Now, she flooding. That means you did your goddamn thing. All right. Right? Then you are a goofy of all goofies. All right? So that's just that when I think of R&B, this is what I'm saying. This is what R&B meant to niggas like me. All right? We didn't. This shit y'all talking. How the fuck y'all? This is R&B. Yeah, like, huh? What's your name? What? Can I get you a drink? What? Never mind. That's not R&B to us. Oh my God. Put the camera on him. Please. So, so just allow, allow you to process this. It's all a sexual energy and alchemy, but it's alchemy nonetheless. And, uh, you know, talk to your parents for you youngins. Talk to your parents and, and ask them what seven minute uh, heat wave before uh, always and forever and Lenny Williams and, you know, all of them songs meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, time for break. Peace. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. To our podcast listeners, please rate and review this podcast for us because it helps our podcast grow and we need all the support we can get. We thank you for your continued support. Now back to the number one father and son podcast. And we are back. Thank you for the continued support. Always. For what it is we do. Eli's on the ones and twos. Eli's on the ones and twos. Doing what he does. Helping us get through, uh, you know, this time. We're happy to enjoy this time with you. How about you said that like really morbid, like like. No, no, no. I was because my mind was working somewhere else. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. No, no, no. So we appreciate we appreciate all of the um, support. For sure. For sure. For sure. So uh, the other day I saw something on Twitter about Doctor Phil not being a doctor since '06. Really? Yeah, and like when people go on his show, they have to sign waivers and disclaimers that they understand that they are not getting advice from a medical professional, from like a, a doctor. Oh, oh, okay. So he's just playing doctor. Yeah, yeah. It's TV. Makes sense. Yeah, he's much of a doctor as, as I am. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, but you you just assume mm -hmm. until you have to sign that piece. Yeah. That this was a doctor. But that's, and who, well, he was a doctor when Oprah put him on, though, yes? I'm pretty sure. How did yeah. he lose his license? Does anybody know? Who knows? I mean, he probably... Because you probably... I don't know. I don't know how Or worked. did he just... Not uh, care about, like... Not renewing, care about renewing, renewing it. License because he was making so much money on this show 
Could be. Could that be something. I didn't like realize that. how long that show has been on, but it's been on for a long time. Right. And and you, you probably have to go through a series of protocols uh uh to, to show that you're still active to have it renewed. And yeah. he's like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you know, as a result of that, so all right. Cause uh <clears throat> In like the the content he's putting on, not the content, but like his shows now. Somebody said Dr. Dre is more of a doctor. Facts. Facts. But like his shows now, like a lot of uh, key moments have started like on that show, right? So like the "What Is a Woman" moment that started on his show because he was pandering to a bunch of trans activists. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that dude Matt Walsh was getting in their ass. Like, yeah, he every was in single there. one of them. Yes. Uh, Angela <laughs> Stanton went up there. Oh, she she, she was bodying them. Up she there. was handing it to them as well because, and, but you are a doctor and you're letting this you you letting yeah. this like happen like you know what I'm saying so. I'm Mike Hughes, surprised. Mike Hughes, thank you for the continued uh, support through Cash App. The, the Cash Me Outside Girl, that happened on there too. Yeah, that happened on there, the Cash yeah, Me Outside Girl. On there too. Yeah, so his show has launched uh, a few people. Yes. So. Somebody said Julius Shervin is a doctor. He's Yeah, he's a, uh, uh, what do you call that, when they give you an uh, honorary? Yeah, yeah. Is he? Yeah, I believe he's an honorary. Oh, doctor. that's 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 good. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It's Dr. J. <laughs> Gotta do that, right? Yeah. Best player of all time. At me on that. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So American Airlines, uh, they announced that by 2030, they're going to have like 20 supersonic uh, aircrafts. Now, if you remember, you remember the Concorde? The Concorde, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was like, remember, like that was like, it flying. It broke the sound barrier I don't something. think it broke the sound barrier nothing. But I think like it flew higher, so it went faster, something to that effect. Okay. Like it was able to get to like LA to London like really, really quick. And they just, remember, they uh, discontinued that. Now, in my sit down with Phil <coughs> Valentine in 2016, 2017, he said that they discontinued it because when they were going up, people were seeing uh, the earth. They weren't seeing curvature in the earth. They were seeing it as flat. Oh, okay. All so right. they were just going like, how the hell like, wouldn't you see some type of curvature in the earth because we're up so high? And that's why they discontinued it. So the fact that they're bringing it back, interesting. Uh, interesting in the sense, but how fast will it go? By and the 2030, reason, who the knows? Re, oh, by 2030? Okay, yeah. so remember, that technology is obsolete already. You do know that. Right. They can. Uh, they got these underground uh, 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 rails that run off the rail, uh, trains that never... Like in Wakanda? Yeah, the shit never hits the rail, and the shit is moving at light speeds across places. So yeah. we do have technology far more vast, advanced than hypersonic. Okay. The consciousness of the people is only brought along by what you tell them and the information available that they can feed off. That's that's elementary. Okay. So if you think by 2030, wow, we'll be able to fly even higher, then what about the fucking UFOs or the which the government is making, which is moving from planet to planet and doing all kind of bizarre stuff. You know what I mean? So don't allow that shit to stunt your consciousness is what I'm basically saying. You know, whoop-de-doo and shit. Uh, by 2030, you can be able to fly higher. It's all bullshit. And that'll be a Flintstonian thing anyway. Mm. Okay. You should be able to think yourself to where you want to be by that time. Okay. That's what I say. Okay. 2030, that's okay. Right around the corner. Yes. It's all depending on what kind of weed you're smoking. <laughs> Do that shit now. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. And I think you were thinking of magnetic rails? Uh. Not magnetic, the anti-gravity rails, basically. Ah, okay. 
So it's not, it never touches the actual rail itself. Okay. Yeah, electromagnetic. I think that's the, the, the terminology for it. And that's been around since the 40s and 50s. And uh, so remember, if you can't even perceive it, how do you achieve it? Right? Mm-hmm. So there has to be a point of reference for you to put that into your consciousness of what the possibilities are for you to ex- expand beyond this matrix and see beyond this veil. It, it's all a big game. It, okay. it really is. And the only way now you can do it consciously is through meditation, right? Through serious forms of meditation, you can go beyond the astral realm because when I was on Black Magic Show, we spoke about the astral realm is now super crowded. Dope, dope conversation. Right? Yes, thank you. Me and Griffin, we get together. We, you know, we really rock out. Because the, they have cracked the code. They told you in their own CIA files mm-hmm. that they're on the astral realm now. So you could be up there. And because they have the ability to access a part of your brain, they'll show you your mother or something. And you start thinking, oh, shit, mama, mama. <laughs> and it don't be mama. It be another entity mm-hmm. which wants to connect with this shit is deep, man. This, this mind shit is deep, bro. Okay. I'm telling you. <clears throat> So uh, you sent me this video of Charleston White. Yes. The, uh, this morning. You want to talk about that? Yes, I want to talk about it because, uh, again, this is tapping into my final statement a little bit. Okay. But it, 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 it's fine. Um, we have to stop getting caught into the messenger and allow the message itself to permeate our spirit. And what I mean by that is, uh, we have become so much into personalities that even when we find out these personalities are frauds, we can find out that they, we will back you down on it because we like the person or the person is handsome or the person is uh, intelligent or, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, can speak uh, uh, very well. But truth is truth is truth. And some of the things he said in this particular statement, I'm going to play it for you. I want you to not think about Charleston White as the, the shithead that he can be at times. You know what I'm saying? In terms of his personality, I only want you to listen to what he said. And when we go to, to, to phone calls, we will, we will sort of tap in uh, to that aspect of it and... um. And and review in detail, you know, what he said. All right, hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say free YSL, and they got over 25 killings, over 50 shootings, uh, all against black people. Uh, we say free uh, YMW Millie, he killed two people. And these are rappers who saying this. Uh, Eric Holder's in 23 hour lockdown. He don't get any sympathy and compassion. Uh, Eric Holder is a stepper. We normally ride with the stepper. Not only that, he killed the nigga who called him a snitch. He killed the nigga who confronted him about snitching. Ain't that the rule that they say we supposed to follow as gangsters and street guys? Nigga, call you a snitch, and I ain't no snitch. 
So nigga, he responded like the G's supposed. So why we don't want him out? Nigga, that nigga, well, he a, he a killer. He a real stepper. Those are the people we admire and love. But because he stepped on our, one of our favorite rappers, he don't get the same embrace. And the prosecutor's office did say it was a hit. So obviously he ain't telling on nobody neither. He keeping his mouth closed. Sound like a real nigga to me. When you're looking at it from how the hip hop industry look at it. You just said free Eric Holder. Interesting. Interesting piece right there, guys. Right? He basically saying free Eric Holder. And his reasoning, as you just heard, if you're following the protocol that we so-called live by, mm -hmm. then we should be saying free Eric Holder. But why are we not saying free Eric Holder? He followed all the rules. Some nigga called him a snitch. He handled it the way you're supposed to handle it according to the street laws. Then we all know it was a hit. He ain't snitching on the people who paid him for the hit. Uh, he's supposed to get some, some brownie points for that. But because it's a rapper, even though we say free Young Thug, free YSL, free all of the people who go in our neighborhood and they're not killing Italians. They're not killing Jews. Not, I'm just saying, they're not killing the open enemy. They're not even killing George Zimmerman. Right? They're actually killing us, and we say free them so they can kill more of us, so they can poison more of us, so they can destroy more of us. So I want y'all to think about that and ponder that. Because when we open the phone lines a little later, I want your honest opinion on it. Not if you think you like uh, 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 Charleston White. See, that's the problem. If you don't like Charleston White, he could be telling the ultimate truth and everything else to get thrown out with the bathwater. So ponder that. Truth comes, people don't like uh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Yeah. And a lot of what she's saying is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have been trained by my elders not to get caught into personalities because personalities come and go. I can sit on the corner and talk to a wino and, and have the wino give it up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if I just judge him because he's a wino, yeah. I miss out. Go read the book, The Alchemist. A great book. You know what I'm saying? When you're traveling, looking for shit, and shit is right up under your nose, everything is a teaching moment. So you may not like Charles White, or you may not like this one or that one. Are they speaking truth? And does truth even really matter to us? Or are we just after, that's my man. Well, your man just scammed the people out of a million dollars. It's my man. I'm going to make excuses for him. Your man just did so-and-so. We can prove it. Look, it's there for you. Nah, son. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm rolling with my man and. So we have to be careful on how we do that. And I want to speak on the principles of truth. And do they really matter in this day and time? Or does personalities trump truth? Mm. Do personalities trump truth? That's a good question. Mm, good question. Right. So we'll get to that. Then. Yes, we'll get to that. In a little bit. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Um, that guy, King Randall, or Randall King... Is it King Randall or Randall King? The guy, who, the young dude who opened up his own school. 
Yes, and uh, the 22 year, he was a young guy. Yeah, young yes. dude. I don't think he's 22. I think he's a little, but a little older, yeah. The school was open, but they had like a bad storm. I forget where they're at. A couple of times, and like the roof is uh, get, caving in, and he, they, I think they're gonna have to like raise some money for the roof because he said we only have money for operations right now. Right, right. And he's worried about him having to sell like land to keep the building. Ah, so like, I just thought that was a perfect example of one. Shouts out to him. Shout. Yeah. Does he have a GoFundMe going? I'm not sure. I gotta get it. Okay, if anybody understands that he has a GoFundMe, uh, please put it in the chat because we would like to donate to that. Because here was a young guy with limited expenses or limited, you know, yeah. he don't, it don't have to have a whole bunch of bells and whistles. Opening Remember, okay. I, I ran, I don't have, you was, you was a member, uh, after school program out of my living room. You know what I mean? So you don't need a lot. My man, like I said, you know, he was a custodian at a school and, you know, some computers just happened to be available and desk. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the night, we went through, scooped all that mm -hmm. stuff up. And so it, it's your intent, you know what I mean? So um, there, there are many schools around of people trying just to do their best. Don't try to save the world. Yeah. Marcus Klein is one of my favorite educators, you know what I'm saying? And I believe he's based out of Chicago. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know Marcus Klein for, for a long time when he used to have Frontline Magazine and stuff, and he is bout it, bout it. So... Um, I want to find out what we can about this young man. So if we can help him, that's where we should be pulling our mm -hmm. resources, where we get direct results from and stuff like that. Yeah. So hey, great point. I wanted to yeah bring some light to that. If anybody has his, uh, you know, GoFundMe, let me know. Yes. Yes. We'll definitely put that in. Our Kelly uh, trial is happening. The the second trial. The, second the trial. Chicago the trial. Chicago. Yeah. Apparently, uh, one of the victims from like the '90s who was on some of his tapes is coming out now and testifying against him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, but here's the thing: he's guilty. We understand he's guilty. Yeah. So why are they? It seems like they're pulling out all the stuff. Is this for civil now? I mean, because he's already gonna be in jail forever. Right. Right. Okay. Fine. So what's the point of the second trial? Is it a waste of of of, of you know government? Money because he's already right in jail forever, or is this just to help fortify the civil case mm. of you know people who would know that they're gonna get eventually paid? Uh, oh, they say yes, he has a GoFundMe. Okay, soon as somebody put it in the chat, I'll try to find. We'll that. try to find it and 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 um, uh, help the brother out. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what the second set of charges. I don't know why he got charged in New York in the first place. Were some of them victims from New York? I think because he was traveling to New York. Okay, right. Interstate, Interstate trafficking. Yeah. Right, right, right. Got you. Ooh, ooh, that is something deep. Okay. Oh, they said, nah, he'll be out in 10 years. Okay, so perhaps this is to make sure that he never comes out. Yeah. Okay, all right. I could, I could uh, understand the extra charges in that case. Chicago circling the block on him. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so I put the GoFundMe in the chat just now. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That's the GoFundMe. It's in. Is that the official one? Because oh shit. You know, motherfuckers be. I think so. You know how people get, man. They'll they'll be running the GoFundMe on your GoFundMe. Yeah. Damn it. I don't know. Forget it. Don't uh, forget that one, guys. <laughs> well, do some investigating on yeah. it first. Uh, somebody said he's got 149,000 raised already. Oh, see, that was the wrong one. I'm removing see, that. Yeah, remove that. I was fake news, y'all. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, the people don't, they have no conscience. Yeah. They'll just be running some shit off your shit, 
just to make money. It's really, really terrible yeah. out here with that. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, what do you think about LeBron signing 20 year, I mean, a two-year extension? Um, I, I think um, it works in his favor. He likes L.A. Yeah. He's now the richest basketball player in terms of contracts ever. Half a billion. Half a billion he's yeah. made just from playing ball, just from dribbling a goddamn basketball. Yeah. Uh, that's what you call coming up. Um, I believe he wants to see his son into the league. Okay. So now he's leveraging himself with this extension to, at minimum, if his son plays one year of college mm-hmm. and then comes to the pro, to at least get on the court with his son. It's not going to be anything dynamic. It's sort of like Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that one play is it, it, so awesome. It's a pop fly, and it's yeah. coming to Sr., and his son is in center field, runs and snatches the ball from oh, that's him. that's funny. You know, just one of those kind of things. Um, and you would be a fool not to sign his son just as a, uh, you know, yeah. commodity of things. And they said Chris Bayless took a, a dig at Bronny. And yeah, Chris Bayless has made... Skip. Skip, Skip has made $100 million... Off of hating on, James hating James. on LeBron James. That's a come up. God damn it. He made 100 Okay, just this, I put the real GoFundMe. Okay, in the, the real GoFundMe is in there. Perfect. Just off hating on LeBron. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And that's when your hating pays off. And because he explained his he explained his, his uh, tweet, and he's like it wasn't. He said it wasn't hate. He said he was actually impressed. But the fact that because Skip was trending on Twitter because people was like, oh, he's starting already. Look at this already. He's already mm-hmm. starting. That shows you about the brand he's created when it comes yes. to just being a hater. Yeah, that means even though you hate him, you still tune in yeah. to hear what he has to say or that. watch for his tweets because they matter to you. My breaking down, because damn, tonight we, we on okay. it, okay. is going to be about the greatest resource you have. Okay. On this planet. And we'll talk about that in great detail. But that's going to be a part of that conversation. Alright. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, apparently more information came out about uh Coach Hickman's de- Coach Mark Mark Hickman's death, uh, the youth football coach who passed away as a result of an off field fight. Apparently eyewitnesses say that Keep Tlaib was actually the one who started it. Yes. Yes, it was his program. Yeah. And maybe he felt, because again, that privilege, that his Little League team shouldn't have lost the game, you know what I mean? And went over and was arguing with the refs and this and that. And this led to a skirmish, a, a skirmish. but he is the one who agitated it, according to some people who was on, uh, <clears throat> what's his name show, The Fat Man? Um uh, Whit- Whitlock. Whitlock show, yes. Show. I don't mean to call him the fat man. <laughs> but you know I, what I mean. That's why I understood who you were talking about. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That he was the agitator. He's the one. You're a grown ass man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these are nine year old kids. And now two people's lives immediately are screwed up. 
the one who passed away, the one who's going to jail, and all of the lives of those little children will forever be changed. Yeah. Over a nine-year-old, this was a scrimmage. Yeah, and I remember, I was saying, yo, it's kind of whack how the media is using Akeem Tlaib's picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was holding him down. Come to find out, you can take a nigga out of the hood, man. You can't take the hood out of these niggas. I heard uh, Tony Dungy had to cut him off the bucks because him and his moms, according to somebody who Off the bucks? He was on the bucks? Or, or, or whenever he played, they had to cut him. Okay. From what I understand, Tony Dungy had to cut him because him and his moms was fighting with the police all the time. Jeez. So maybe that's just a ratchet family. And his talent took him. Yeah. How many times a dude who's bout it, bout it? Yeah. You know, he make it to the league and some of these ball players be throwing up gang signs. Aaron and, Hernandez was a murderer. Yeah, Aaron he was Hernandez. nice. <laughs> was nice on the field, but he, he was a murderer. He killed people. Yeah. He told one player coming off the field, I will kill you. I will kill you, <laughs> nigga. Like, and you think, ah, oh, come on, man. And he put a straight face. <laughs> Not blinking. Like, this, this nigga. Serious? Yes. Yeah. I will kill you. <laughs> Damn, and then now you play that back yeah. in your head. <laughs> when you see all the charges, you be like, that nigga could have killed me. <laughs> no, that's some serious shit, yeah, man. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Some of these players, and I told you the way uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony said, David Stern knew his whole life. Yeah. The hustlers he was yeah. with. Oh, he said, you got to get rid of all them dudes. There's, he said these niggas was following him around. They knew because they make too many investments in you. So they know your whole life. DeRozan and all these niggas is, is, is former gang members and all that shit. So, but you got to leave that shit behind. You have to, uh, you know, uh, create a new life for yourself. Yeah. So when's the right moment to know, okay, all these people I grew up with, I'm trying to put them on. Because, the, no, I'm, I'm just playing them with I'm saying, because you have your moments where you... Yeah. Because Stephen, uh, Stephen Jackson said, I, LeBron was the only one who was trying to put his homies on. Right. And they were like, yo, I need you to go to school. Come back to me and, and we'll build an empire together. Right. Uh, if y'all didn't hear what Eli said, he said, at what point do you leave your boys behind or bring them with you? I, I feel like it's something you just know. Like, prime example, the, the example uh, Eli gave was... Uh, LeBron told his man go to school. If his man would have been like, go to school, let's just do it. That means he's not ready. Then he's not the one. He's Absolutely. not the one to come with you. The fact that he actually went to school, finished right. to the okay, he is he's showing initiative. Yes, exactly. And, and and even with LeBron's um college program, he's paying for parents to get a free college, but you gotta get your GED. So he's not holding your hand and saying, Let me just give you people. Because people don't value that. He's saying, if you meet a certain criteria, I will help you. It's same thing for spiritual people. They mm -hmm. tell you, if you take two steps toward Jesus, Jesus will take three steps toward you. And, and from a metaphysical standpoint, that simply means if you put something in motion, the universe will acquiesce to that mm -hmm. and then doors start opening. It's really all depending on how you see it. You know the niggas around you who don't have a chance. You just know. I can't bring him nowhere. I can't even bring him to the family cookout. Yeah. You got certain niggas who just can't function yeah. around people. Yeah. Like everything is just like, like I used to have my man with me and I'd be like, yo, fam, every, every, this is 
we we just had a, a you know a, a family reunion. This is it's okay. It's okay. You ain't got to be like nah, son. No, you you good here. So certain individuals you just know. So you have to become the manager of your life because these same people will be the ones that tear you down. Mm-hmm. Right, these same people be the ones that bring you down. You got to spend bail money on them, and this and that. So it's very important for you to choose your friends correctly. Yeah, somebody said the Jay Z and Bean situation. Uh, you know, where yeah. Jay Z had to make an executive decision and go, and the judge said, "Listen, we will release him in your custody." And there was Beans. This nigga's a straight killer. You know, <laughs> he bowed it, bowed it. And Jay-Z was like, nah, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? I've, I've used you for what I needed to use you for. Yeah. I've sucked all of your energy. You and the street niggas, what was they called? The beat street niggas? Or? <laughs> state property. State property. State. <laughs> I meant to say broad street bullies. You know me. My name's real fucked up. Beat street niggas, right? So I used all that energy, stole a couple of their flows, mm-hmm. this, that. And that energy is now no longer needed. And I'm on to the next uh, level, so it just happens that way. Yeah. Yes. Sad stuff. Yes, that is true. What time is it? It is nine eleven. Is Ooh. it time for another commercial? Let's get one more story in there. First. Okay, another story. There was this uh, uh, college football player named Luke Knox. Luke Knox. He is the brother of a uh, Buffalo Bills NFL player, and Luke passed away. Uh, recently, like today, and people are obviously contributing it to the vaccine. Now, okay. apparently he was young, healthy, mm. played college football at the top of his game, and he passed away. So a lot of people... Did are, he just recently take the, the shot? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, okay, I mean, but why are they attributing it? It must be one of those chain reaction things. Well, I think more people are attributing it because we're seeing more football players die. Yes. We're seeing just more athletes in general just pass away. Healthy yes. athletes pass away. With with they got this new they keep creating these acronyms. Sudden adult yeah. death syndrome. Yeah. SADS. SADS, yeah. Like who what do you mean sudden adult death syndrome? That makes zero sense. Yeah. And they also said that if you lost this is Pfizer, this is how they work. If you lost your baby. Uh, due to COVID mm-hmm. or due to the vaccine, but you fully recovered, they're able to label it as uh, you had effects, you had adverse effects, but you recovered. Wow. That's the way they're able to terminate, uh, 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 to, to label it so that they bypass the fact that you lost your baby. Wow. Due to the vaccine. No. Oh, there was adverse effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, you lost your baby, and but did you recover? Like, did you die? Yeah. Like, like Tyler Perry, yeah. did you die? Mm-hmm. Right. So you didn't die. So we able to label that as just adverse effects. There was a Navy doctor who said, and this is her words: mm-hmm. the number of just autoimmune, all the stuff that was in the Navy prior to this vaccine was very minimal. Mm-hmm. Since the vaccine, the numbers are so through the roof. It is evidently clear mm. that more people have died from the vaccine than they have from COVID. And I feel sorry. You see, the shirt I wore this purposely today mm. 
because I'm, I, I feel sorry for those who lost their jobs. Yeah. I feel sorry for those who couldn't bury their loved ones. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry. Look, I couldn't even go to the hospital to see my grandson. Mm -hmm. That was a big moment because of all of these restrictions. This and now the the CDC has just came right out today. Yeah, they and said we sorry. Yeah, we we messed this all the way. Up, we guys. messed this. <laughs> yo, sorry. Yo, one of the um, I'm like, what the? Who the hell? So so many people's lives, and that that's not even including the trauma. Yeah, and man. the psychological stuff you went through at all levels. Adults, family against family. Kids are not developing right. Because kids are not developing they correctly. Weren't, they weren't around other kids, and they scared to be around other kids. Adult, like you said, there's uh, people who have OCD who that took them to to, the to a whole nother level. People who got depressed, suicide rates, like they really. Destroyed everything, and we, I, the, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Asian woman who used to be on CNN. Yes, and when she she when she said on uh, September tenth, twenty twenty one, last year, she said the unvaccinated should not be allowed to leave their homes, and she was talking about banning or uh, interstate travel. Like you yes. couldn't go, you couldn't take a plane within the country if you didn't have a vaccine card. She right? was she was heavy on she it. She was going crazy, and then to, uh, today she came out and said. Everyone should choose the level of precaution appropriate to their family situation without judgment. I am concerned about those who advocate for broad restrictions for all publicly, but don't live those values in their private lives. That hurts trust and public health. Yo, it, we don't live in real life. Mm -hmm. Like this is not real. If you could say that just last year and then flip the script and act like people don't remember. Yes, because people don't. People, Yo, the blue, memory span is three weeks, bro, blew six my weeks mind. tops. Blew my and mind. they can say just the contrary and look you straight in the face and be like, I didn't say that. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Or oh, just not bring it or up. Or just not bring it up. This is this is bad, man. You know, when you see families going at each other and just it just it just changed the way we live. The level of fear that this generated, which is energy. Yeah. We'll talk about that tonight. Was was so monumental, and I feel bad for people who lost their job, yeah. or people who had to change their lifestyle, or or, or mm -hmm. this and that, or you know. So uh, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be some repercussions behind this. Yeah, and I'm wondering who is gonna be the scapegoat for it. Yes, because they're gonna blame it on one person. It might be Fauci. I don't think it will be though. Yeah, it's not weird how all the evil people just live so long. Long, long, but it's time. I mean, if, if they want to pin it on somebody, he may be the one because he served this purpose already. Like, it's crazy. He's been around since he started this shit. Yeah. He's the cool hurt of fucking <laughs> vaccines and all that other stupid shit. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, again, it's, it's just bad, man. And they owe us an apology. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> uh, among other things. I want my fucking apology. <laughs> Say you're sorry. Say you fucking sorry, bro. But uh, we're going to take another commercial break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, put it on me Yeah. while I do some shit with my hands as a, uh, you know, a way to distract you while we go to commercial break. Yep, so we appreciate you. Take a break. Hit, hit to the potty or whatever. Yeti? Yeah, 
Hey, what's up? Before we get back to the show, I want to ask a quick favor. Could you please rate and review this podcast? It'll really help the podcast grow, and we truly appreciate all you guys for taking the time out to listen to us. So let's get back to the show. And we are back. <clears throat> we are back. Thank you. Shouts out to you guys, to the members, and to the people who listen. We appreciate it. And to that. my listening audience who probably just saw or heard a Pepsi commercial or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we have nothing to do with that, but just saying, you know, whatever it is, it is. Yes. So um, <clears throat> this is breaking breaking news. I don't know if you guys knew this or heard this when it came. I don't know if you even heard it. Tevin Campbell came out as gay. What? Yeah. That is shocking news. Oh, my God. I don't know if you knew that. Wow. I didn't see any signs. <clears throat> Very masculine man. Always kept a woman on his arm. Hung out with Quincy Jones, another masculine man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, no, but you know, I, I mean, listen, live your truth, man. Yeah, but like, fam. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, come on. We, we, we like your song anyway, man. Yeah, we like the songs anyway, yeah, man. Yeah. It don't mean nothing to us. We knew all the time, man. <laughs> we knew, man. But I'm glad you coming to the point. My question truly is, though, was he gay from the beginning? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Or did his relationship mm-hmm. with Quincy Jones have something to do with that? Meaning... Did the industry turn him out? Mm. And once you get turned out, you don't you don't collapse back in on yourself. You don't turn back in. You don't. No, <laughs> you, you can't ungay, <laughs> nigga. How's that? Yeah. You can't ungay. Can't ungay. Yeah. There's no vaccine to ungay you. And I keep telling you, people used to say that you're homophobic. Yeah, I'm afraid I might catch gay. You can get that shit on your hand, Malcolm. You shake a gay nigga hand and rub your eye. I'm so glad. And 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 that now you got gay in we your are, eye. This show is private. I, okay. I and then so next you know that shit take over your body. And and you there's no vaccine to ungay. I'm so glad. No, but I'm serious. Like did did um, you know that lifestyle as a teen because he came in the industry early, very early. It's sort of like you get these kids out in Hollywood. It's the same thing. And did that turn them out? Because he looked worn. He looks drained. He looks like, you know, his life, to me, it's not been pleasant. It looks like he's been hiding a lot, covering a lot, dealing with a lot. And finally, he just just decided to just say, hey, I am who I am, because the environment now accepts that as, as, you know. And again, he didn't push no agenda. Mm -hmm. So I want to be clear when when I say, if you like it, I love it. I, we all about agenda here. Yeah. If you live in your own life, and that's that has no bearing on my existence, how you choose to live your life. And I want to be clear with that. All jokes aside, I, I'm just, you know, I'll be watching for agendas. So from up high and you teaching a, a, a three-year-old. Now, granted, you're gay. Yeah. You can't have children. Yeah. Or you are against children yeah. based on the lifestyle you choose. But you feel the need to tell th- those of us who do have children how to raise our fucking children. I got a problem with that. Yeah. Live your life, do you. Yeah. Right? So he's finally accepted who he is, which we already knew. Yeah. And now he can probably live the twilight years of his life 
more free. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's sort of like when Mr. C, oh, yeah. uh, you know, he just they were catching him with all these trannies. Now it was like four in a row. I'm like, dog. You know, and he just decided. Now it, it's a couple of ways he could have took that. Mind you, he was the DJ for Biggie and the DJ for Big Daddy Kane. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> just, just, just want to make those points clear, right? So. Um, he could have just kept denying it and kept denying it, sort of like Diddy, and just deny all of these things. And he just decided to say, you know what? I, I like I like trannies. And people were like, oh, well, <laughs> where do we, what do we do now? Because yeah, yeah. now we stuck. You just admitted yeah. what we thought we had something over yeah. you. I'm not going to let you hold that over me. I like trannies. I like, and this is his words. Yeah. I like the head that the trannies get. Those were his. He said that? He said the way they get head. I'm just telling you. Nigga, this is. Because you know he's about to get. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you what he said. He said it's something, maybe because the jaws of a man are. (laughs) Now I got to get my doctor show. See? See? No, listen. No, no. We're moving on. No, no, no. Wait. The jaws of a man we are, are moving on. And he probably has like a, the trannies have man. like a pit bull <laughs> lock jaw in which the head we game are is moving crazy. on. Yes, Eli. I, have a, I have a serious question. Serious question, Eli. Um, Jesus. So the, the game has happened since like 2012. I, I can remember. Right. From who? From Mr. C? No, no, I'm talking about overall. Like, like, you say gayness started no. in 2012? Like, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the same sex marriage. Like, the, oh, okay, okay, okay right. Okay. Yeah. Same sex marriage right. stuff. Around 2012. So, all these celebrities are coming out. Why didn't he come out earlier? Are you talking about Tevin Campbell? Or? Yeah. Like, well, he, he didn't come out earlier because he just wasn't ready. You know, everyone has their own moment, moment yeah. when they figure, uh, you know, they get up the courage. Because it's acceptable now. Yeah, yeah. In 2022. Yeah. Right. So it's been 10 years right. since the gay marriage laws. Right. But, you know, again, everyone has their own their own clock. And shout out Mr. C. Real quick, before we uh, start taking calls, um, there was a story on uh, Daily Mail about, it, it said, uh, a dead woman talks to mourners at her own funeral. New AI-powered holographic video experience allows grieving loved ones to engage in a two-way conversation with deceased grandmother. Okay, now that's some spooky shit. I wouldn't want that. Like, that's all. some spooky shit. I wouldn't want that at all. So you wouldn't want to hear my last words? You know, I'd, I'd probably be wilding. No, it says... Like, tech- Malcolm, why you wear that cheap-ass suit my suit been to crazy. my funeral, my homie? My suit's going to be crazy. That but shit's crazy. It says, uh, tech from L.A. firm Storyville allowed uh, Marina Smith... Uh, to speak at her funeral. StoryFile allows digital hologram of individual prior to their death. It issues videos of them answering questions on topics of interest to loved ones. The footage then allows them to train an AI uh, to respond to questions at their funeral. So so basically it's a hack. It's not really them speaking from the grave. Algorithms. It's preemptive. Algorithms, yes. So based on what I would say, yes. if it's you ask me a question yes. Yes. based on the answer Black Dot would normally say, yeah. oh, don't ask me nothing because y'all know yeah. me. Y'all be like, ah, oh, fuck, even in death. This is got to go take it there. So I get it. It's, it's sort of like um, compiling all of our podcasts. Yes. And exactly. the AI has said, yeah, exactly. Black Dot will live forever. Yeah. And then you can ask me something random yes. 
and based on the input available, exactly. it will give you an answer. All right, all right, all right, all right. I like it. I like it. Somebody said, Malcolm, you have to have a mute button. You know what? You're right. That's what I'm going to start doing. You're going to stop muting I'm going to stop muting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm going to start muting his dad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If, if that's what it has to be, then it's what it has to be. I mean, I'm already killing the show. I mean, I'm bringing it to the dirt. So. This is the right one. So, Eli, put the number up. It's yeah, up, numbers up. up. Numbers up. Great. So, call in and we want to talk. We want to talk Charles White. We yes. want to talk. His statements. His and statements. And we want to talk truth. How do you feel about truth? Does the truth have to come for you in a neat little package? And be honest. Mm -hmm. Or is truth undefinable in the sense that it could manifest anywhere if you're in tune with self? That's, that's what I really want to know. Or do people have to be doctored up a certain kind of way for you to believe the message being delivered to you? That's what I want to know. And, and, any, and we wait. And we wait. Any minute now. Any minute now. Uh, if you guys are interested, Brian Stelter from CNN is out. His show got canceled. He's the fat dude. Who just be talking a bunch of bullshit and he be wondering. He's a white guy or black yeah, guy? Yeah, white fat dude. Terrible. I've never even watched it. You got to show me who he is. He's I don't terrible. Know. He's terrible. The whole CNN, I want them all to go. Next, Don Lemon got to get out of here. Once Don Lemon is fired, then I'm okay. Okay, now we have, now we cooking with hot grease now. We got to call him. All right. Peace. You're in the air with the Urban X Nation. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's up? This uh, low stay up from Alabama. How y'all doing? Tonight? What's good? What's Peace, good? man. Peace. How you doing? Peace. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, the, the question about personality versus truth, I think it's a um, it's a sign of like maturity. Okay. Intellectually, and like just intellectual and like just discipline when you can like. Maybe I don't like this motherfucker, but damn, they saying some shit that's real. Right. And when you can process that like that, mm -hmm. it's a sign that you are on the right path to development, I think. Like Charleston White, I don't like how he antagonized mm -hmm. certain hip-hop artists because a lot of these guys he's talking to, he's old enough to be their daddy. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, you're kind of an elder. So for you to kind of antagonize these people, even though you saying some real shit, it's just you you trying to help young people. If that's what you really about, you don't do that by antagonizing. Mm, gotcha. Least, and especially directly. You know what I'm saying? You saying these people's name, it's people dead. You know what I'm saying? You can't yes. just be out here talking shit about dead people like that. Like somebody hurting. Like okay, you care about black people, but. You talking shit about Nipsey Hussle? That man, mama still here. Yes, baby, mama still here. And his, his, and his children still, still here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that that's you know he can clean it. He and he gonna learn, you know, one way or another. And for all we know, that nigga could be an agent too because you trying to mm. expose these young niggas to do something to you and get them locked up. He he recently you know, got somebody locked up. He recently I saw a clip today. Breezy. He got somebody. Six hundred breezy. Sure. Somebody notes that was the dude from LA. He got somebody locked up, and he was running around his house happy and saying the police 
are real. They're doing their job. So again, that adds to what we're saying about truth and how this truth is being delivered. You know? Yes, sir. And uh, I just want, I hope that like you, you say something about like, well, you hopefully as the, as the time go on, especially now with the way y'all running the new um, paywall, I just hope you start going in on like the culture, like urban culture, Dakota. So I just hope you get back into that bag. Yes, like, I will. I, I really, you, it's that time, Mr. Dot. It's really that time. It's time. You're right. You're right. I appreciate your call, King. All right, man. Y'all have a good Peace. Peace. Sorry about that. That was my fault. I cut him off at the end. No, that that is that is very very true. See, one thing about your message, how you deliver the message, even if it is truth, yeah, is important. Yeah, because if you say fuck Nipsey Hussle, everything else you say, these young people don't want to hear yeah. because you are uh, uh, sparked an emotional uh, charge from them that won't allow them to receive that message. Mm. So you have to be very careful, even in the chaos of how he's doing that. No, that's a good point. That's uh, a very good point very being good made. Point. Peace. You only here with the Urban X Nation. Mute the radio. Mute the radio. Mute mute the radio. Doc, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Who this? I, I muted. Can you hear me? Yes. yes, sir. Who this? Hey, yo, man. Yo, what's up, man? This is downtown calling from Texas. Peace. What's good? What's good, man? Hey, look, let me let me keep it real quick. I'm going to keep it real quick. So I'm from Texas. That's where Charleston White is from, right? That's right. right. hmm All right. So I'm going to just keep it, keep it a buck with you. I really believe that what he's doing is exposing rap for what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Not, not for rap as far as, like, you know, what it was supposed to be as far as hip hop is concerned. Right. He's exposing these rappers and what these rappers be talking about, so on and so forth. I'm going to tell you right now, nobody down here in Texas never heard of him before uh, all of this other stuff is going on or whatever case may Mm. be. But the things that he says about Texas people, the things that he says about Texas niggas, that's what, because that's what he called it, Texas niggas. I guarantee you, I promise you, all of that is 100% accurate. We don't mm. care about no East Coast. We don't care about no no West Coast. We don't care about all that gangbang like real Texas people. We don't care about that shit as far as like Texas niggas is concerned and so on and so forth. But what he's saying, if you tap into it and you look past all the little rap shit, I'm telling you, he's keeping it a buck. Everything he says, he's keeping it a buck. And to be honest with you, the dude is really on his city council. In he really is. Mm. He really is a real litigator. Mm. He really is a real litigator in Texas. He really does go to trials in Texas where young people are being uh, tried for murder, so on and so forth. He really does go to these trials and try to get these prosecutors to understand what's going on in a 14-year-old's mind and why they really would kill somebody, so on and so forth, because that's what he really went through. So he really is trying to do something, but our minds as a culture is rap. It's war. It is. But I'm telling you, coming from where I'm coming from and understanding what he's saying as far as Texas culture, 
not wrong, bro. I appreciate that. That was a jewel you just dropped on me, and I really, really appreciate that, King. All right? Peace. Okay. Now, real quick, before you leave. Yeah. Before you leave, I know, put, put, put the, uh, what's the thing called when you have a, uh, when you watch the clock, the little sand meter or whatever? <laughs> little sand meter. Dot, <laughs> you've helped me out more than you know. You've answered questions for me in your Hawk series. I just want to let you know, bro, as God is my witness, man, you are, you're a king. You were here before. Thank you, man. You were here before, and you raised, you, you're raising Malcolm to be you. He may not be you, mm-hmm. but you're raising Malcolm to be you. And, man, Noble is going to be Malcolm. Yes, sir. Either way it go, bro, you've been, you've been here before, man. Real talk. You've been here before. Thank you. I thank you, and I you, appreciate you, that. This, this, this Urban X thing that you think you got, that was probably a tribe a few hundred years ago. <laughs> wow. Real wow. Talk. I appreciate you. Thank you so I'm much. I'm keeping it above, man. You've been here before. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Y'all take care, man. Later. Peace. Much love from Texas Converse, Texas. Much love, brother. Thank you. I, first of all, I appreciate the end piece of this message yes. uh, because we really do what we do out of the love of our, of, of our heart. I mm-hmm. really do care about our people. I'm starting to think Charleston White is the Joker. Okay. Remember in the darkness, the chaos, because what he's doing, he's showing the hypocrisy in today's hip hop. That much is a fact. That's what Takashi was doing. Right. This is it's, it's so. So much hypocritical stuff going on in our culture that we look the other way from, but we have to at some point deal with it. So sometimes it takes an agitator to come through and the message ain't for everyone because people get caught into the chaos. And in between, I do it here on this show every night. This level of superior metaphysical satire that I am involved with is for a specific purpose. You know what I'm saying? And that is to get you to a certain point to make you think about things, you know what I'm saying, that we feel you need to think about. So I'm not a goofy. I play one on TV. Not to uh, 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 associate myself with Charles White, but now we have testimony that he's actually in the streets, Mm. in the courts, trying to litigate. So it's just something to think about. And, you know, so we can never throw the baby out with with the bathwater. Yes. Peace, you on the air with the Urban Next Nation. What's your name? Where you calling from? Black Dot, what's good, y'all? This big core, 2-5. What's good? 2-5, what's good? What's going on, Malcolm? What's good, Eli? What's good, what's good, What's good, Eli's Urban Next family? Everybody's good. Man, that's that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Do you want to chime in on what's going on? Yeah, man, that man with Charleston White, man, for real. I mean, I I see what he, what he does and and what he owns. It's just sometimes I couldn't I couldn't listen to him. I'm gonna be honest with you. His message be pure, but he do a lot of clown stuff for me, man. And a lot of poking the bear types activity. It's kind of like uh, Whack 100 to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think Whack has a, like, a a real positive message in his anything he does. I think he just tries to like extort people. 
Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, that's that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on game culture, big, yeah, heavy on the extortion type side of the game. Right, right. Like seriously, seriously. But man, I appreciate y'all because I ain't gonna take nobody's time up. I was just trying to see if I could jump in real quick. What y'all don't know, we got some mutual uh, people. You know what I'm saying? The dude named Ricardo. Okay. From where? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From he he's well, he moved to Greenville, but now he's in Charlotte. But he was he's from uh, New York though, Puerto Rican cat. I okay. forgot what his pop's name was. Uh, but yeah, he was like, he's like, you know, you know how you know Malcolm? I'm like, Urban oh, X. Oh, okay, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I call him I call him Rick. Yeah, yeah, Ricky. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's from Peach School. Oh, okay. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Hello? Hi, man. Yeah. All right, so I think but Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good night. You know what I'm saying? Great weekend. I appreciate the show. All right, we appreciate you too, King. Peace. Yeah, so um, again, that's another perspective. Yeah. You know, some people just can't sit and tolerate yeah. all the shit that goes through it and go like, I'll just get to what I need. You know, because some people, again, when I get to my piece, I, I can maybe I, I, I articulate it mm-hmm. where other people can go, I never thought about it mm-hmm. that way. You know what I mean? Because... Our information, the world is an oyster. There's so much. You're supposed to learn from everything around you. Mm-hmm. I'm always teaching my family everything is everything. You know what I mean? So never, uh, this is so, especially when in your personal universe. Why is that there? Is that a lesson to be learned? We'll take one more call here. Peace, you on the air with the Urban Next Nation? What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, Mutual Radio. Mutual Radio. Uh, this is Natalie. I'm calling from Toronto, Canada. Hey. Toronto. One of my, I've done lectures in Toronto. I think the best <laughs> lectures I've ever done, I did about four of them, were in Toronto. Listen, guys, I've been trying to get a hold of you for the longest while. Just want to let you know, hailing you guys up. I've been with you from day one. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to listen to the beginning, so I can't really contribute. But I just want to say I love what you guys do. Continue to do what you do for the culture. I will be there until the end. Love Thank you. you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And hopefully the next time I can, I'm able after work and all that good stuff, uh-huh. I'm able to contribute a little bit more to the work. But just wanted to say... Toronto, Canada is listening to y'all, taking in the work, taking in the word, and loving it. We thank you, thank so, you much. so much. It means so much to us. We appreciate you. Thank you, love. Take care. Have, have a good night. All right. Peace. And shout out to Ascending Infinite Goddess. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely shout out to the <laughs> goddess. Peace. And there you have it, man. Um... You know, a, a very, very, you know, mm-hmm. responses. And you have to train yourself in this day and time. Even, and I hit, it's another way to look at it. Your government is uh, professionals at this. Yes. And how they do it. Yep, make sure that's, that's uh, oh, okay. how they do it is. Um, exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, they keep 
a war going on. So so their distraction is just greater. Yeah. It's a war. It's a a, 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 a shooting, a mass shooting. But over here, something else is going on. A bill is being passed. Mm -hmm. Some legislation is being snuck through. So it's the same concept, just on a, a, a grander scale. And that was part of my build on Monday. I'm like, yeah, we yes. get tricked by, like, it just happens the same way every single time. Absolutely. The stuff that don't really matter. And we always get just tied up in these senseless, senseless debates and arguments that have nothing to do with nothing but absolutely so the whole charles white thing i want you to be able to understand it's a part of the system collapsing on itself mm -hmm. right you can't have it both ways you can't be like keep it real you know what i'm saying that i'm a, I'm a street and we don't snitch we do this and that and then when it happens to somebody you like yeah. whoa whoa yeah. those rules are different if the rules are what they are they yeah. are what they are right and no other people I know promotes their own destruction the way we do. Right. We literally hold these people up on a pedestal simply because of the monetary uh, achievements. That's all they've done. Mm -hmm. They've done nothing else but made a little bit more money than you did. Right. And now their word is bond. Right. It's crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So we want to thank our people for calling in. Yes, yes. Dealing with that subject. Yes. So, any more stories? Uh, not really. Um, uh, the Capri Sun. Oh, there's yeah. a recall for young parents out there who, who uh, children drink the Capri Sun juice. And for stepdads who drink the woman's kids Capri. Oh Sun. yeah, niggas who came home from jail, <laughs> drinking the kids you know Capri Sun. Know that they're recalling that because of some dishwasher fluid and Skittles. And Skittles. Well, they recalling them because them shits to fuck your brain up. But uh, it's only, you know, I used to drink the Capri Suns. It's just enough juice in there to make you want another one. Yeah. Like you, you'd yeah. be like, damn, if it was just one more in there, you know? Yeah. And they do that on purpose because now you got to crack another one, yeah. but you don't want the full other one. You know, it's just one of them things. So for all the jailhouse niggas who uh, drink the kids' <laughs> juice, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Please stop it. Eating the kids' lunch and shit and shit like that. And, uh, uh, and Chanel, thank you uh, for the catch-up as well. Oh, thank you. We appreciate you. We always do. Uh, what else is going on? That is it. It's on you. It's on me? It's on you. All right, Eli, it's on me. You got me. All right, listen. Um, the greatest value that you have in this day and time is your energy. And what I mean by that is, um, see, this social media thing, we think is something that's outside of us. It is no longer outside of us. It is now integrated with your level of intelligence, even though your perception is, is something that you're logging on. The only thing they haven't done is put the actual chip in you to make it and you one. But all is mental. We spend so much time in social media that only thing we, the only thing drives it is our energy. In this day and time, your energy is so valuable that you can no longer give it to useless causes. You can no longer uh, allow, because each and every day you are allotted a certain amount of, let's just say, energy calories, mental, physical, and spiritual, uh, metaphorically speaking, energy calories.
How you burn those calories determine the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the, maybe the rest of your life. There are some people who burn so much energy calories on nothing that they have nothing. They're depleted of everything. As Malcolm spoke about the social media, I can say LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Now, when you jump on that train, speaking, right, giving your energy to it, where is that train going? That train is a train that leads to nowhere but burnt energy that you can't get back because we're talking two different eras. There's so many different variables. The train leads to nowhere. So we spend so much time, the government is getting ready to release one of their great programs, which is the football season. And you will burn energy upon energy upon wasted energy with this program. Now you have to consolidate your energy to the people who mean the most to you, to the things that mean the most to you. So if life, if you want a train of life, right? and you're moving down a specific road, you need to know where that train is going. You would not get on a train not knowing where the hell it was going, right? So your energy is what is infused into that train of thought and wherever that train is going. If you ever ran an ad campaign, Google does this. See, Google uh, gathers all of your information. So it enables me, if I was running an ad campaign, to say I want to target 18 to 35-year-old black men living in the ghetto who just came home from jail. And they can cook it up and target specifically that audience. Your government has been the masters at it. Politicians are the absolute best. They know the uh, uh, topics that are going to uh, 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 rile you up. Let's go through them. Uh, abortion, gun rights, education, gay marriage. gay marriage, blah, blah, blah. And they run and you give your energy. You get on those trains. You get on the gun control uh, train and it's a train to nowhere. You get on the abortion train and ain't nothing changed in a hundred years. You get on the education train and, and so you start realizing you jumping on these trains burning your energy and it's leading you to nowhere when the energy now has to go inward. I need a return on my energy, right? If I put something out, I need to get something back. All right. I just got finished telling you the government is going to run one of their biggest campaigns of the year, which is football season. And you say shit like, yo, if this year, if we, we, uh, uh, shore up our defense, we can do this. And then there's only one winner at the end of the season, and they give them a fucking gold ball. That's it. That's the payoff, and they give it to the owner. You just wasted game after game, energy after energy, money, time, and there was really nothing of value on your return to get back. Now, the conscious community does the same thing. There are... Those who run campaigns in the conscious community, it could be the, uh, the black power campaign. It could be the racist campaign. It could be the reparations campaign. It could be the police brutality campaign. It could be the who created hip hop campaign, whatever the campaign is. 
right? And they're doing it in real time because they already know, just like any other ad you run, when I put this statement out here or I let this train leave the station, there are a certain amount of people who are going to get on these trains and who are going to give me the energy I need to manipulate your energy for their own benefit. These are vampires. And before you speculate on who I'm talking about, it's too many to mention. How about that? Right? So in this day and time, what you're going to have to do is guard your energy a little more closely. And you're going to have to say to yourself, where's this train going? Like even the reparations train, you could say, all right, if I get on this reparations train, the end goal is we want to get paid. But if I get on the who created hip hop train, who gives a fuck? Where's this train going? Because at the end of the day, let's say we find that black people started hip hop. Now what? Now what? Now we like we started jazz, blues. Rock and roll, as I said on Black Rich Show, the traffic light, air conditioning, refrigeration, mathematics, science. Where does it end? Because we created something. So the energy you give to these energy vampires because they're running rhetoric and agenda campaigns. That's what we call them, right? The conscious community got motherfuckers who are intelligent and they're running energy and rhetoric campaigns to suck you in and it's leading you to nowhere. And then when one campaign don't work, you watch them, they just start a new one. We do have seers in the conscious community, right? Like when I look at numbers, I see numbers. But when King Simon see numbers, he's a seer of numbers. And A.A. And, 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 uh, a. Rashid might be a seer of the Kabbalah. And we have people who are seers of the sisters who do the cards. And I, Black Dot, am a seer of bullshit. And my super skill is to see bullshit before it hit the ground and start steaming. And I'm telling you, this is my warning to you. Guard your energy now more than ever because in this coming days, these coming days, not literal days, you are going to need that energy to fight forces far greater than some conscious community hustlers or some government trying to get you to watch football. We are in wartime now, and you're going to have to reserve and preserve your energy so that when it's time for you to make that physical, spiritual, and mental stand, you're not depleted. And with that being said, this is the black dot. These are my chronicles. This is my story. And I'm sticking to it. We will see you next week. And yeah, guys, peace. Drop a bomb. Drop another bomb. We love you. Tune in. We don't have none of the shit down there. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> imagine all the shit is okay. Eli said, hold on. Eli said, hold on. He's gonna okay. put some shit in there. Okay. Oh boy. He sound like his mom. No, Eli's <laughs> Eli, like I got mom. this shit. Add that. He's going to add some other shit for you. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cash out. <laughs> Give me my money. Eli, like, we need the money. Yeah, yeah. Cash shoppers. There it is. Put the camera on him. We appreciate you. As always, we love you. This is a, a, a labor of love. We thank you for your contributions, your time, and your energy here. And we never want to take that for granted or wasted, and we want to make sure you get a return on that energy. Peace.